This podcast contains recordings and information about true events featuring subject matter some audiences might find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Hi again. I'm Josh Einiger, and I'm a reporter at Channel 7 Eyewitness News in New York. You're listening to the Eyewitness to Gilgo Beach podcast, Chapter 3, The Body Count Rises. After about a year of covering the Gilgo case, I moved on from the Long Island beat in 2012, but there were Long Island reporters who came after me. My colleague Kristen Thorne took over and started covering the Gilgo case. 2011 is the most active period of this investigation. That's when it seems like every few months there's more remains being found. Uh Uh-oh, we have another one again. It's disturbing. You have to go back to that time period, March, April of 2011. Long Island and this area is really all over the news. Gilgo Beach serial killer. Serial killer investigation. We're back out on Long Island today looking for more clues and remains. Constant bodies being found. More human remains on Long Island. Another body. Remains found yesterday are human and parts of bodies nine sets of bones found so far they discovered something that appears to be a human skull i remember that time period just thinking how crazy this was investigators believe the women were murdered elsewhere and dumped on this desolate stretch of ocean parkway where their bodies went undiscovered for up to three and a half years they had found the four bodies that were wrapped in burlap. Police have neither confirmed nor denied claim the bodies were wrapped in burlap. They were the first set that were discovered. And then enough time had passed, they decided they wanted to to do a, a more extensive search of the area. It's very tough terrain. There's a lot of sticker bushes in there, there's a lot of thorns. There's ticks, there's poison ivy. The brush is so thick, homicide detectives with binoculars are standing in the top of these tower ladder trucks that belong to local fire departments so they could peer down and try to find anything that looks suspicious. They started finding even more human remains. Another set of skeletal remains found dumped on this deserted stretch of Ocean Parkway in Oak Beach Tuesday evening. But in this case, they had been dumped in a totally different method. We look at it as an opportunity that there may be clues available now with this uh, body that will help the homicide uh, investigation, will help it move forward. Three months after finding the Gilgo Four, they find remains belonging to Jessica Taylor. The remains have been there for some time, but I I don't want to speculate on that. That's why we have uh, the medical examiner do their forensics. Jessica Taylor's other parts of her had been found previously in July of 2003. I always thought that when they didn't find the original girl from Oak Beach, that most likely she was there. And it was just because of the weather back in December that they couldn't do a more thorough search. And they said they would be back in the spring. And unfortunately, they found another one. I just hope they don't find any more. People in our area are starting to get nervous. We're anxious to have this over with and, and certainly the people put away. They wanted to know who are these people and why are they here and how did they get here. This newest discovery is making some families who live along this stretch very anxious. Is this somebody local that lives along one of these beach communities that happens to know that's a very deserted area at a certain time of night and it would be easy to dump bodies so it makes you a little concerned that this predator could possibly be living amongst us in one of the beach communities. But it was very clear. You have to know that area. He has a place to dump the bodies. It's very ritualistic, repetitive behavior. These locations, Dr. Kobolinski believes, were carefully chosen. He suspects the killer lives or works nearby and is comfortable here. The thrill of, of the power and the kill is everything to this person. Only about a week after that, 
they find even more remains. It has become a nightmarish graveyard and a massive crime scene. This after three more bodies were discovered today near Oak Beach, bringing the total number of victims to eight. We found human remains, three human remains so far in the area between Oak Beach and Gilgo Beach. When I heard today three more, it really, really scared me because I just want somebody to find out who's doing this and end it all. And we've now learned one of the victims is a child. They find the remains of a toddler. At least one set belongs to a toddler, complicating police theories. Once we got beyond the initial shock of a toddler, I think we still kind of made the assumption that they were all tied to some type of sex worker. Body number seven was that of a toddler, a girl between 18 and 24 months when she died. She was wrapped in a blanket when someone dropped her body in the brush. Investigators have not determined a cause of death, and while they don't know if she was murdered, they haven't ruled it out. The first thing you thought about when you heard about the toddler was that it had to have been a child of one of the sex workers who unfortunately had to bring the child with her. And then what happened to the child? Did the child see their mother die? These are the kind of cases that you can't shake at night when you go home. Like, you can't shake it when you hear things like a baby who was killed with her mother, who was a sex worker. You just don't shake that. Victim number eight, described as an Asian male in his late teens or early 20s when he was murdered, the victim of obvious trauma. This body, too, has no ID and is unrelated to the others. And it became that much more of a mystery. The cause of death is radically different from all the other remains that we have found. I think it's in everybody's best interest to do the best search we possibly can and to find everything out here that we possibly can, whether they're connected or they're not connected. I remember finding bodies all over the place on this stretch of highway. Everybody was even confused, like, wait, what part of the beach was this? Let me look at the map again. Like, we couldn't even get a grasp on just the logistics and where all the bodies were found. But I, I remember being out there, I remember the roads being closed. I remember law enforcement fanning out, the dogs fanning out. And every time I went out there and I saw any piece of brush, wondering if there was a body there that someone did not see. Conditions are rough too, even without the dense foliage that grows in during the summer. The brush, is as difficult as they described it. First of all, it was thick. It was like tumbleweeds, like I remember in Texas. There was a lot of sand. It was prickly. It was almost like rose thorns. Like you couldn't really even put your hand in there. This is what police are up against. Miles of the densest brush you can imagine. And today, officers, cadaver dogs, even police recruits braved the raw wind to hunt for more bodies on a desolate stretch of Barrier Island that's become a serial killer's graveyard. And so that's why we always thought they're gonna find more bodies because this brush is so thick, it's so deep. There's all kind of sand, like they could find 100 bodies out here, we have no idea. And with new spring growth making the dense foliage even more impossible to navigate, authorities have called in the FBI to fly overhead with sophisticated cameras that could see right through the brush. We're hoping that technology will help identify skeletal remains that may still be out there. That was, I think, the reason that at first the investigators believed, well, wait a minute, this really is just a popular place for people to dump bodies. It's a tough area. It's very easy to miss something, uh, but that's why we're doing it again. You can barely see this officer search through the thick bramble. Difficult to walk through now, especially for the canine cadaver teams, it will be impossible to see or find anything in a couple of months. If there are any more bodies out there, uh, we want to find them. They searched for four days straight, and then when they called the search off, you still kind of 
had this empty feeling like there was a stone that was not turned. The Suffolk police have moved on from this location. They have found no extra bodies here. That's the good news. The death toll still stands at eight, but the bad news, they say they're no closer to catching a serial killer. So at this point we have eight bodies and no suspects. It was really difficult to believe that they had no suspects at the time. It's not uh, like a TV uh, uh, movie where it's uh, solved in, a, in an hour. Uh, this is tedious work, which will take time, but that's, uh, that's what uh, detectives do, what homicide does. You know, we as the press only hear what the police want us to hear. Quite possible that the police have more information, but they're holding back. I mean, it's even possible that they have a suspect in mind. We weren't clear if they were withholding that information or if they really just did not know. But the reality was they were as stumped as we were. You know this terrain that's behind me, that rugged terrain, very difficult. It is possible that we missed something, and as I said, we're going to be back here again. And then there was this big bombshell. The stunning twist in the Long Island serial killings, the remains of a ninth victim, and possibly a tenth, found today as investigators expanded their search from Oak and Gilgo Beaches to Jones Beach in Nassau County. The whole Ocean Parkway spans Nassau and Suffolk counties. And so Jones Beach is in the west, and that's Nassau County, and then you drive east and you cross to Suffolk and then you get all the way east to Robert Moses State Park. That's the end of this barrier island. And all this time, as they've found human remains scattered on the Suffolk County side of the line, it's not like there's a wall. It's just, you know, an area where the pavement changes and you're in Nassau County. At some point, NASA decided they had to start searching. And on April 11th of 2011, they found sets of remains that they believe belonged to two more people. So that was victims nine and 10. This is a path police bushwhacked their way through yesterday as they made their searches and found their evidence. It is very dense and very thick, very hard to navigate. And it was way back here, almost 100 feet in from the road that they made one of their grisly finds, what they believe to be a human skull in this hole. The areas that were could be reached by uh, foot, we searched already yesterday. That was about 90% of the areas were passable, you know, by foot. This is around the time that it got really complicated to tell this story. Of course, the real concern here is, are there more? Law enforcement veteran Michael Balboni says the discovery of a ninth and possibly tenth body makes the case much more complicated. These are the first outside of Suffolk County whose police department has led the case so far. Now he says the investigation will likely expand to include a variety of agencies working together to solve this mystery. What you want to do now is to bring as many resources as possible, but do it in a coordinated way so that you, you don't muck up the good work of the Suffolk County Police, but at the same time bring further enhancements to their capability. There were multiple causes of death potentially. There were multiple methods. Some were dismembered, some were wrapped in burlap, some were partial sets of remains, and the rest of them had been found years earlier somewhere else. And so it became really complicated. We want to catch the criminal that did this. Okay, we want to find out who these people are, we want to identify them, and we want to catch them. And I think that the public also, they just saw this as this sensational, terrifying case where there was someone in their backyard doing these horrible things. In the meantime, the people who live here wonder how much longer their little slice of heaven will be known to all the world as a serial killer's graveyard. In Gilgo Beach, Long Island, Josh Oniger, Channel 7, Eyewitness News. Thanks for listening to Eyewitness to Gilgo Beach, Episode 3. Make sure you hit subscribe. In our next episode, the search for Shannon Gilbert continues uncovering new leads and hitting dead ends. 
Eyewitness News has many more podcasts. To find out more, visit abc7ny.com slash podcasts.